0: Wide open in the back of the end zone over the middle and Michigan down the field. No. If Pandolphus box A box
1: of chocolates would I know to stay away. What's well, it if Pandolphus box the box of chocolates would I them anyway Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you Babe, that means I have half a mind to stay
2: Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday evening at 6.30. Food, culture, hope, and people getting together all at the same time. And Get your uh, notebooks out because there's so much stuff happening. First, I want to mention to you that in a half hour, Wolf will, as always, help us to face the music on WCBN. But he's going to do it live from the Carytown Concert House he will be our wolves lecture number 2 free form as a way of life featuring a live musical prelude by the modified modified starch all stars you need your starch it's good for you scientists have found this so that's going to start At 7 o'clock on WCBN, and Carrytown Concert House is having this event there. You can find out about that on WCBN.org. Now, also happening, and we want to talk about these as well on this show, the Ann Arbor Film Festival is happening now at the Michigan Theater. It's the longest-running independent and experimental film festival in North America. Now, through Sunday at the Michigan Theater, and we're going to have a word with Donald Harrison of the film festival in just a few minutes. There's also, uh, Friday night, a special Outreach for Haiti fundraiser happening in Ypsilanti. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to hear a little bit from Sylvia of Pilar's Tamales, as far as that goes. Now... Thank you for giving to WCBN last week. Thank you so much for your support. And if you missed the Pandora's Lunchbox breakfast hour last week, a special half hour in the evening of one hour full of breakfast. Makes sense, really, when you stop and think about it. But we ran out of or we ran out of audio coffee. <laughs> it was really embarrassing. So we brought some coffee now. It's good to the very last drop. And if you listen closely, you can taste the nuttiness. Baby, baby, please. Don't stop. Don't stop listening. That's so corny, but that I love you so much, I just have to tell you honestly, you, you the listener, you. Don't stop. That was Millie Jackson from 1972, and good to the very last drop. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about freshly brewed audio coffee and other things, but also the Ann Arbor Film Festival, which is happening right now, the 49th Ann Arbor Film Festival at the Michigan Theater, independent and experimental films now through Sunday, and just a couple hours ago, I sat down with Donald Harrison, who's the executive director of the film festival, nice guy, and uh, we had a little chat. Well, Donald, how are you doing? Doing great. So uh, tell me about this year's uh, film festival.
3: This year's film festival, we have uh, 188 films, videos, and live performances, which we're gearing up for tonight. Uh, Two of those programs with uh, live music, uh, technology, intersection of uh, what's possible within a a theater like this beautiful Michigan Theater. And I also realize that tomorrow,
2: Friday, there is, uh, well, among the 188 films, there is one that is about food, and I suppose that's kind of an interest of mine. Tell me about Midori Ko.
3: Midori Ko is a very special film by a Japanese animator named Kaito Kurosaka, and this is a film that uh, he spent over 10 years animating by hand, and there's uh, over 20,000 hand-drawn images and um, it's a film that very much explores the ethics of what we eat. Uh, it's a very surreal approach to it. And so it's abstract in ways. Uh, there's elements that are very grotesque and very beautiful. And it's a, a piece that stays with you. I, I, first time I saw it, uh, really affected me. And it's a, a piece that we're excited to present on the big screen here at the festival.
2: And uh, what are some other films that, uh, among the, again, 188? and I'm sure it's hard to whittle down your favorites, but what are some other some other thoughts or examples of films that come to mind?
3: Uh, well, you know, I would say that uh, a film on Friday night called Artifact Number no. One is having its world premiere here. A filmmaker named Doug Goodwin, who's coming in for the screening, and uh, he takes the chase scene from Bullet, there's that famous Steve McQueen car chase scene. And by taking that film and using digital algorithms and technologies and his own sort of secret formula we don't understand, he turns it into something very beautiful and sort of eerie and completely different. So it's um, work like that that we're really excited to present because you're not going to see artists working in that realm in most festivals or most uh, sort of theaters.
2: And lots of events, as you've said, coming up. What are some, what are some of the events?
3: Uh, well, tonight we have uh, Telco Systems, uh, which is a late show in the main auditorium in the Michigan Theater. And this is a trio coming in from the Netherlands. And they are using a surround sound. They're using a light uh, color. And it's not your typical movie-going experience. And I say that with emphasis on not typical. Uh, they're very much about the sensory experience. They say uh, they're testing the human sensory apparatus. And just just looking at the setup for it, uh, we're very excited to see what that program brings. And so that's one of the special events and live performances this year that uh, we're bringing as part of the, the whole program.
2: And what do you hope people will get out of the film festival? Uh, I guess some people having been here before and some people who haven't been here before.
3: You know, I'd say two things, Mike. There's um, definitely the the opportunity to challenge yourself and to get inspiration to get new ideas through the visions of artists that's very much what our festival is about and has been about for 49 years and To be able to have the opportunity then to meet other people and discuss this work. And that's that interaction, the dialogue, that sense of community, which we hear from so many of the filmmakers that are coming in from all over the world that really makes Ann Arbor special is that welcoming hospitality, that warm atmosphere. We have this beautiful theater that we get to bring all this artist work into. And it is pretty unique in terms of what film festivals are within the U.S. And it's an opportunity to see work that's really going to make you think, really going to affect you oftentimes make you question the way that you see some cinema or what you think the filmmaker is trying to do much in the way of of going to a contemporary art exhibit might and um it's really a a fun time as well we have uh, a lot of a lot of art within the theater as mike you just saw there's a costume taxidermy animal gallery exhibition uh in the back of the michigan theater and so for us we really want people to come in and get engaged with uh art and what's possible within cinema
2: And what's the website so people can learn all about it?
3: The website is aafilmfest.org, and they can get their tickets and passes there, or they can just come on down to the Michigan Theater.
2: Thank you to Donald Harrison. Spoke to him earlier today. This is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN, talking about the Ann Arbor Film Festival. Donald Harrison's the executive director of the festival. And let's talk a little bit about some of those items that he talked about. Now, I have a thing about putting people on the spot. So 188 films... Quick, name the best ones. Pretty silly of me, I know, but he gave us a really great snapshot of the kinds of things you can see at the Film Fest, which is at the Michigan Theater through Sunday. Now, we talked about Telco Systems' live multimedia performance. That's tonight at 9.30. Midori Co. he talked about that one. I had a special interest because, well, this is a food show, you know. Over 10 years in the making, completely hand-drawn in colored pencil, consisting of more than 20,000 crafted images, of consumption, expulsion, mimicry, and love, says in the program here. Midori Co. is going to be at 7 p.m. tomorrow night at the Ann Arbor Film Festival. And Artifact number 1, the one he mentioned referencing Bullet, the movie Bullet, is described on their website as revealing the ghostly movement of people and cars that gently disturb the landscape. That's going to be tomorrow night at 7.15 p.m., both showing... At the Ann Arbor Film Festival at the Michigan Theater. Now we're going to take just a break here to think about efforts that people in their creative minds and creative ways do to make our world a little more real. Here's somebody who's trying to deal with a world that to him has become a little uh, synthetic. He goes by the name of Swamp Dog. side Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Swamp Dog. Swamp Dog. Thank you. From his album, Total Destruction of Your Mind. And yet, you know, the mind is still intact. That's a good thing. That's synthetic world. And uh, he's dealing with the world through creative means. Well, that's what we're doing here on Pandora's Lunchbox and doing it with food as well. The Ann Arbor Film Festival going on at the Michigan Theatre in downtown Ann Arbor through Sunday. Now, tomorrow, there's going to be a special fundraiser for Haiti. And this is going to be put on by... This is the second annual PILAR's Outreach for Haiti fundraiser. It's going to be at the First United Methodist Church. That's at 209 Washtenaw Avenue in Ypsilanti. Very close to Huron Street, in just, just outside of downtown Ypsilanti, real close to it. You can find more information about it at pilarscatering.com. And there's going to be a silent auction, children's activities, a tamale dinner, and live dance music by Los Gatos all at this event. Tomorrow night, it's going to be from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., Now, last year, I caught up with Sylvia Nolasco-Rivers of Pilar's Catering and Pilar's Tamales, because she had just got started on this endeavor. Last year was the first Pilar's Outreach for Haiti fundraiser. And people in Haiti still have many needs, and this is here, hopefully, to do something about it, and you can join in on that. Here's what what Sylvia had to say last year when she was just getting things started.
4: You know, it's amazing. It's exciting. It's wonderful. It's uh, a lot of people putting the love and energy into something that's really important in our community and in the community of Haiti. So, I mean, the only thing I can say is that I am just overwhelmed with the love and the support of friends, family, our community, um, as we sort of, I mean, the way that I, I kind of think about it is that I initially... Had a little thought, like, you know, I'm actually, like, literally right there at the corner of uh, Stadium and Liberty coming over to my place. And I'm thinking, what's my February specials going to look like? I mean, really, I was like, okay, what am I thinking about at the cafe? What what are we going to do? And I kid you not, and I seriously think this happens to me often, where my thought, I was thinking about one thing, and the next thought was, like, I had no control of it. It was as though, no, you're going to be doing something for Haiti, and very rapidly, it was from Thursday to a th- uh, to a Sunday. We had a wonderful committee of people that, you know, from friends to family to just community folks that said, "I want to help." It's going to be an evening of fun, you know, because that's important to me. It's important that we don't focus so much on the sadness of things because I think sometimes if you get caught in the in the um, The tragedy part, you can almost get paralyzed and stay in the sadness and be paralyzed, really. And it keeps you from doing something positive because you're too sad to do anything. So I kind of figure if this night could be a night of uh, fun, of friendships, of uh, good food, good music, we can all come together in that way and still do something positive for Haiti.
2: It certainly was last year. And there's another one tomorrow night, the second annual Pierre Lars Outreach for Haiti fundraiser. So that's tomorrow night from 6 to 10 p.m. at the First United Methodist Church in Ypsilanti. You might remember it if you used to go to the depot town... um, uh, New Year's Eve nights, the New Year's Eve Jubilee. It was one of the best venues there. First United Methodist Church in Ipsy, which is on Washtenaw Avenue, not far from Huron Street. You could find out more about the event at pilarscatering.com. and what's that you said about tamales? Yes you
1: got my than the red hot, Yes, yeah, such a long and tall, she sleeps in the kitchen with the fish in the hall. Hotter mother than the red hot. yes, yeah, she got up a sale, I mean, yes, yeah, she got up a sale, yeah. Hot mother than the red hot. yes, yeah, she got up a sale. Hot mother than the red heart, yes, yeah, she got up a sale. She got two foot nickels, got four foot dime. won't say more, but they ain't none of mine. Hot mother than the red hot. yes, yeah, she got up a sale, I mean, yes, yeah, she got up a sale, yes, yes. Yeah i the mother than the red hot, Yes, yeah, she got up a muscle. i the mother than the red heart. Yes, yeah, she got a muscle. I got a letter from a girl in the room. Now she got some good she got to bring home soon. Now, it's not the mother than the red heart. Yes, she got a muscle. like me, if she got a muscle, me, i the mother than the red hot, Yes, yeah, she got a muscle. i mean. yeah, she got a yeah. hot the mother than the red yeah, heart. The goes back in the being Ever since daddy can't take it yeah. the the red heart Yeah, you got a I mean Yeah, she got hot the the red heart Yeah, she got Man, don't mess around them hot I'm shoot bed Mess around I'm gonna upset your back, gonna put your kidneys to sleep i do the bread when you live live die. You're hard to beat, my mom the mother's the red heart Yeah, you got a sale. I mean Yeah, she got a sale. yeah the mother than the red yeah, heart got a the mother than the red yeah, she got a you know, grandma that's not for two. Well I wonder what in the world we children gonna do the mother than the red heart, yes yeah, she got the I mean, Yes yeah, she got a the mother the red got mother than the red yes yeah, she got for the we bought that thing hold on the running boat, yes. To the red hot, yes, she got up for sale, I mean, she got up for sale, the red hot, yes, she got up for sale, too hot, boy. the mother than the red hot, yes, I got up for You know, the monkey not the fair playing in the grave with the monkey's took a bed, oh, good, good, yes, now. I the red hot, yes, she got up for sale, I mean, yes, she got up for sale, yes. The mother than the red hot, yeah, she got up a sale. At the mother than the red hot, yeah, she got up a sale. I got a good long and tall, and she the kitchen with a feet in a hole, yes. At the mother than the red hot, yes, she got up a sale. I mean,
2: yeah, she got up a sale. Robert Johnson, thank you, thank you. The red hot, that's what they are. And so Pilar's Tomarley's, Pilar's Catering. Helping to put together the PLARS Outreach for Haiti fundraiser. And it's benefiting a group called Partners in Health. I just want to talk a little bit about this group for this event tomorrow. Uh, looks like, well, here's, here's some information. You can look it up at PLARSCATERING.com. That's P I L A R, PLARSCATERING.com. Partners in Health on their website says that they partner with poor communities to combat disease and poverty. They said it's been conventional wisdom that when you're in poor communities, you cannot treat multi-drug resistant tuberculosis and you cannot treat AIDS. But Partners in Health said it could be done. They developed a model of community-based care, which has been used to successfully treat multi-drug resistant tuberculosis in Lima, Peru, and also to deliver antiretroviral therapy for AIDS in a squatter settlement settlement in rural Haiti. And they say national health authorities in Peru and Haiti have made major expansions in both of those pilot projects. That's just a little bit of what uh, Partners in Health is all about. You can read about them at PIH.org. And again, the event tomorrow night, the Haiti fundraiser at the First United Methodist Church, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., with a tamale dinner, live dance music from Los Gatos, a silent auction, and children's activities. Well, let's uh, let's let's get a little bit sweeter here. Just one more bit of sweetness. You know, it's good when you discover that a song you've loved for a long time is really deep down inside a food song, a song full of sugar dumplings and sweet tastes in your mouth. I'm talking about you, King Floyd. Thank you, King Floyd. Groove me with sugar dumplings and all that. This is WCBN-FM in Arbor. Pandora's Lunchbox is winding down slowly, but something very exciting is about to happen at the Carytown Concert House. Arwolf presenting his lecture number two, Free Form as a Way of Life, featuring music from the Modified, Modified Starch All-Stars, which is food. It's all food. And just to mention one more thing. The NFL lockout? No, we have a sports show on WCBN at 6 o'clock, and then we have a food show. Well, you should know, if you read on the website Bismology, you will find that the NFL lockout is threatening the chicken wing industry. The National Chicken Council reports that 1.25 billion wings were devoured during last month's Super Bowl weekend. Football game days typically generate a high consumption of chicken wings, particularly in sports bars and restaurants. Sanderson Farm CEO Joe Sanderson Jr. says that chicken wings comprise 12% of the company's production, and it sells roughly 3 million pounds of wings per week. So think of the poor chicken wings when you think of the NFL lockout, whatever that is. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. And just a little music now from Robert Johnson just to get us into the Carytown Concert House. This is Come On In My Kitchen. Please do that. Come on back next week and keep on listening. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. In just a moment, Arbor will help us to raise the face the, the, face, the music from Carrytown Concert House.
5: Better come, my to be rain,
2: and I do. Thank you, Robert Johnson, for coming on in our kitchen. And now it's time to go to the Carytown Concert House. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor to meet Arwolf, Wolf, our friend Our Wolf, and the modified, modified starch all stars. And here they are. Shortly. Shortly. Shortly.
0: He
6: must be doing the same idea or something. Yeah. Okay. Liz. the general manager at 88.3 FM, WCBN FM, Ann Arbor. And I'm really happy to welcome you here to the second lecture in the Arwolvian Lecture Series, which also happens to be the culminating event of WCBN's 2011 fund drive. Thank you for supporting WCBN by coming here tonight. And thank you to our listeners who are tuning in.